Maybe I should improvise this episode of the show. So, how about that thing that happened? It's time for Cool Weird Awesome, the show that goes where inspiration takes it. I'm Brady. It's Monday, January 24th. Today in 1975, one of the best-selling jazz piano albums of all time was recorded, a live concert in Cologne, Germany by pianist Keith Jarrett. It was a hit with critics. It was a hit with jazz lovers. It was a hit with people who normally didn't like jazz. And it almost didn't happen at all. Keith Jarrett started playing piano at age three. He performed in some big concert halls as a kid. He'd had classical training. He'd studied at Berklee College of Music. He would play with big names like Miles Davis and Art Blakey. Then he started releasing his own music, much of it improvised. And that was the game plan for his concert in Cologne. He'd go on stage without a game plan and trust in his ability and his imagination. But nothing happening around that stage seemed to be going right. The concert's promoter was a 17-year-old, Vera Brandis, who somehow convinced the Cologne Opera House to put on the show and provide for a specific grand piano for Jarrett to play. But someone had delivered the wrong piano. This one had a tinny sound on the high keys and a very weak sound on the low notes. It needed to be tuned, and some of the keys didn't hardly work at all. Jarrett also said he hadn't slept in some 24 hours by the time of the show he'd been traveling. Not only was he tired, he was hungry. Brandis had arranged to take him out to dinner, but somehow the restaurant served him so late that he could only eat a few bites before he had to get to the show. A few times Jarrett thought about calling the whole thing off, but since sound engineers had already set up recording equipment, he decided why not just do it. And he did. The music he created that night was extraordinary. He said later, quote, Somehow I felt I had to bring out whatever qualities this instrument had. To do that, he avoided those weak parts of the piano on the ends and instead played the middle keys. He created some ambient textures, sometimes virtuoso techniques, sometimes hypnotic rhythmic sections, almost like drone loops. The audience was riveted. And so were record buyers. The double album of the concert sold millions of copies and won Keith Jarrett plenty of attention and acclaim. Though a big hit like that can sometimes be a burden for a restless performer. Jarrett didn't want his music or his audience to, as he put it, quote, become addicted to the past. So if you haven't heard the album before, check it out, appreciate it, even marvel at it. But don't stop there. You can learn more about Keith Jarrett's performance in Cologne at CoolWeirdAwesome.com and on Twitter at CoolWeirdPod. And coming up, we'll spell out a cool new project in Lego. That's after this. Cool Weird Awesome is listener-powered thanks to our backers on Patreon. For just a dollar a month, you'll get loads of extras, including more episodes of the show, previews of upcoming episodes, and the chance to add their own messages to the show. Backing us would be cool. Backing us would be awesome. Backing us will never be weird. Visit patreon.com slash Brady Carlson. And thanks. Welcome back. We all know that if you can build something, you can build a version of that something in Lego. Craig Ward has been using Lego to build fonts. His Instagram account, Brick Font, showcases some of the biggest and best typefaces in Lego form. I'm Brady. I don't see Lego Comic Sans or Wingdings yet. Thanks for listening and come back again tomorrow for more cool, weird, awesome. Another helpful Brady Carlson project.